Hello and welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host, Arthur, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host, B. Ryan. Brian, how are you this fine, cooler morning for once? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm just glad the heat wave is finally over. Um, <sighs> I heard on, on my birthday, it was 107 degrees, which tied Utah's like high, highest like degrees ever. Horrible. Um which was just kind of kind of a bummer because you know who wants that on their birthday? Who wants to record high heat? But <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, like I feel like I can't even notice it anymore. Like the past two weeks have just been so unbearable that I, I kind of got used to it. Wow. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, I'm glad that it's cooler. Uh, and I'm just kind of I'm so excited for fall. I'm I can like it's kind of that time again. I think fall is kind of my favorite. I don't know. Um, yep, I'm with you. I think just like that, you know, you can go outside, have like a thin sweater maybe, or e- even none because we're used to the cold here. But, you know, it is it's like the perfect temperature. You know, the, the, the color's changing finally. It is nice. I, I enjoy it as well. You can finally put away the mower and shut off the water. So that's nice too. So, but yeah, yeah that's always good. Do you partake in the pumpkin spice lattes? I did. I do. I I got three of them. Of course I do, man. Shotgun okay, those mofos. Is it true that they make your farts stinky? Listen, Brian. My farts are never stinky, okay? When you're perfect like me, you just don't fart. It's the way it goes. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just well, kidding. I just no, heard... I haven't noticed that. No, I don't know anything about that. I, I don't know. I heard like that was kind of thing where like, you know, people start drinking pumpkin spice lattes and all this shit and farts start to smell more really interesting yeah but i've never i don't drink i don't drink coffee no um but but yeah i just wanted to know i do partake in uh, yeah the pumpkin spice absolutely it's a good it's a good beverage you know it's a good way to know that uh fall is coming so it's a little it's good in both ways. only at starbucks or where do you get yours i get it at beans and starbucks beans and brews and starbucks which i guess if you're not from utah it's uh, a local business that is a competitor to starbucks obviously I feel like it's worse than Starbucks, even though Starbucks is the worst. And so, like, I don't know how to describe it. Beans and Brews is by far superior in coffee making. You think so? I, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. obvi- I mean, there's a reason why Dunkin' Donuts is not here in Utah anymore. We have, like, one, I think, left because Beans and Brews just destroyed it. So, uh-huh. anywhere else outside of, this, um, outside of uh, I guess, the Salt Lake area. Um, there's a lot of be- uh, Dunkin' Donuts just versus Starbucks, and here it's uh, Beans and Brews versus Starbucks, really. Interesting, because like whenever I talk to people about Beans and Brews, uh, they always shit on it. Really? And so I thought it was like the same way, like, you know when you go to like a coffee shop, but that's kind of like more like kind of like... Mom and Pop? Um, higher on the tier, I guess. Oh, okay. Because like if you talk to a coffee aficionados, right, <laughs> yeah. they always put like starbucks at the bottom um yeah for sure just like their inferior beans the methods and like their packaging all the shit blah 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 blah. yeah sure and so i just hear that beans and bruises like that but like maybe it doesn't have like the good things like starbucks where it's like a nationwide chain and you know that comes with its own perks you know that's right so but go ahead i don't have a hat in this i feel like i don't have a hat in this ring so i can't really say for sure this is, how, this is how I feel about it. The thing about Starbucks, I feel like they put too much milk, too much sugar in it. I like stronger coffee, yeah. which Beans and Brews has, and I think that's just better. But yeah, I mean, uh, nothing's better than grinding your own coffee at home, you know, brewing it in a circular motion. That does taste better. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you want something 
it, they're both expensive. They're both like seven dollars a, a coffee cup nowadays. They're ridiculously expensive. So, you know, take yeah. that if you, whatever. But we are the okay. anime fridge, though, guys. Believe it or not, <laughs> we are not the coffee fridge. And um, yes. in this episode, we're gonna bring you the next part of JoJo. So JoJo's part six, part two released finally because of Netflix. So we're gonna be reviewing that. And uh, before that, we're going to get into uh, some slight news here that uh, is unfortunate news. I feel like we've just been doing very unfortunate news. There have been two major deaths. I mean, I guess the first one everybody already knows about is that the Queen of England has passed away. Um, <laughs> you know, so that's unfortunate there. Uh, I mean, everybody already knows. It's, it's probably the biggest yeah. deal ever, you know, I'm sure. But... Which, obviously, she's not related to anime at all, but it still must be said. It's just um, a sad thing anyway, because there were so many memes of her being immortal and everything, you know, and now that's going to go away. And yeah, now she's I mean, going to join the Singularities point. That's right. Now we're going to finally get her in Shinjuku. Just kidding. But <laughs> I guess the, related to anime, though, uh, another death that happened was uh, Kobayashi Shichiro, which he was an art director. He was a very big deal. He did the R for um, Angel's Egg, which is a huge, huge property. And honestly, the story of that is kind of middle of the road. But the R in it is the best part of it. You go into it. There's literally zero, almost zero dialogue in that thing. But the art is just mm-hmm. so good. And of course, he did the art direction for Revolutionary Girl Utena. That's just showing you just like right there. If you, it, it's just, Obviously, he's done very older stuff. Some newer here, like Aoi Hana. I don't know how many people actually even know, because um, you know he's he's one of, honestly he's one of the, like the goats of all time. But I understand that he has done a lot of older works, and people probably just don't know as much. So maybe it hasn't hit your ears just yet, Brian. But it must it be has said, not. yeah. See, that's what I mean. And he also did the art for Nobody's Boy Remy. He's done just a ton of art for, uh, of course, the old '97 Berserk Blood Plus. This just. He can go on and on, and he's just a famous and great, great art director. Whatever he touches, he makes it just way better, which is, you know, a rare thing to say because a lot of the time you get an art director, you're like, the art was awful, but he's the opposite. A show that was pretty much mid-tier because it had no dialogue, it had a horrible story, really, but the art was so good that people just say, watch it for the art. When that ever happen? Oh, Rarely yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, he is honestly one of the greats, and... It's unfortunately he passed away on August 25th of this year due to a congestive heart failure at the age of 89. He was an older oh, man, but, you know, yeah. uh, still very unfortunate loss. You know, hopefully his family and everybody is doing well. Uh, it's a horrible loss to the even to the anime community. And he'll remember forever, though. His art will exist in our memories forever anyway. So that's... Uh, uh, one of, another great artist, man. I feel like, yeah, we've, we mentioned before we started recording, all we've been talking about a lot of deaths in the community, and yeah, it really is sad because we're losing a lot of great ones, man. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, we can take a moment to honor his legacy. And um, I don't know, I think it's so weird lately, um, which is kind of like kind of a little bit on like off topic, mm-hmm. but like I feel like I've been watching like two or three different shows but like they're all kind of making the same joke where like um to like the japanese people death isn't anything it's just like the release of being and like i don't even know if that's like true or not but um i don't know i just thought that was like weirdly coincidental i don't know why i kind of thought about that but like interesting yeah um yeah because one it was like in a novella and then 
and like the other two times it was just like in american shows and like i'm not sure <laughs> they're just trying to be like disrespectful or whatever but yeah um yeah i mean but yeah <laughs> yeah sorry that was just kind of really random but um i don't know well i feel like 89 is definitely not bad hopefully he was filled with like i mean he was around like loved ones and you know passed that's away right. peacefully that's right i agree with that brian mm-hmm. very nice okay yeah all right so i told ten. have you been watching anything new anything well yes um so yesterday night i started an anime called nejima um it's a very okay. older show 2005 well not 2005 is not that old, really, but it's older now, I guess. It's old now, I guess, really thinking about it. 2005 is when it came out, and I'm watching it because it's a comedy, kind of shonen-esque kind of thing, and I wanted okay. to get into an older show, and I was like, and I heard Nejima was funny. It's done by Studio Shaft a long time ago, so, I mean, I'm excited for that, and we'll see how it turns out, but I watched episode one barely, though, and it was pretty funny, uh, but, it, you know, we'll see how it goes. Is it just called it, Nejima? Yeah, just Nejima. They have... They have the first one that came out with the Sensei, and then they came out to the sixth one. And then now, I think in 2017, they finally made a sequel to it, which is a UQ Holder, which is pretty much what I'm watching for. So I'm watching it from the beginning to catch up to the, ah. the latest season. So, yeah, I, I watched that. And how about you, Brian? Anything you've been watching that's brand new? Or um, Well, so since I've been kind of like in school and whatever, oh, um, yeah. um, I've been working... I've been I've been doing I t- I've been taking some ceramics classes and so it's like sometimes I like to put things oh. on, um. So I, that means like see this is where I was kind of talking about where I've been watching more English shows. Mm, that's right. <laughs> so that's where like, I was kind of hearing like the Japanese because it's hard to watch anime because uh, one day one day I'll learn Japanese so I w- I could be able to like watch uh, the anime without the subtitles and do other things. Oh, okay. Um, so you like studying and having a show in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, I'd be, like, you know when you put, like, the clay on the wheel and, like, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the wheel. So, so yeah. So, I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones um, just because of, like, the new show came out on HBO Max, um, which, uh, Hot D, um, House of the Dragons. Yeah. Which is, it's pretty all right. Um, I don't know. I can't complain about it. <laughs> but, yeah, just, just Game of Thrones. I watched, I watched the four seasons. Um, just to kind of see, like, I watched it like a long time ago and just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if you do this, do this, but, uh, I like to rewatch things like just to know how I feel about them. Like kind of like afterwards, cause you know, your taste change and shit like that. That's right. And yeah. so it's always good to like revisit things. And, uh, I think it, it definitely stood up. I mean, I feel like I wasn't as into it as I was back in the day, but sure. overall yeah. still a really good solid show. But, uh, okay. Yeah, and I've been what re- I've been starting Gintama again. Nice, you love after to hear. After hiatus, but that's about it. Okay, that's good. Um, I watched another show called, um, oh my goodness, what was it called? It was a show about a, a Honda, good old, good old Honda bike is what I'll call mm-hmm. that. Let, let me find it real quick because I'm gonna hate myself for it if I don't get it right, but. Other than that, though, I've also I bought a bunch, a bunch of Junji Ito manga. I bought, I, I think, about ten of them. They're all the hardcover books. They're really nice looking, and I just completed Tomie, which is a huge, huge book that he had. So, yeah, I got that out of the way, and I, I'm now moving on to Fragments of Horror, and of course, they they're all just phenomenal, phenomenal books, and 
But like, does Jinji Ito? Um, sorry to cut you off, but does he work in one shots mainly? Uh, that's the thing. So usually he does, but with Tomie, he actually did not. He made a huge, big old book of Tomie of her story. But the, mm-hmm. it's kind of you know it goes together, but not really. They are kind of one shots, but of the same girl. Cause it's just about a girl that got murdered in high school, and they cut her pieces. They cut, they cut her in pieces, right? And every piece mm-hmm. regenerated back. So just a bunch of Tomias now, and they're going all over the world, just tricking men. And then every time any man falls in love with her, they have the urge to cut her to pieces. And it just repeats that over and over and over again throughout the book of people falling in love with her, um, oh, stuff like that. It's like, a, it, and she always gets cut. Every time gets cut into pieces, stuff like that. And yeah, it's it's a horrible book, but it's good. Of course. But she's like slowly, um, she's slowly expanding at the same time, right? Yeah, there's a bunch of hers now. Like, there was, like, they cut, there was one guy that just kept, uh, cutting her in pieces over. Like, he cut her in pieces once, regenerated, did it again and again and again, over and over and over again, threw her into the ocean, and now she's all over the world, and it gets crazier and crazier, and it's just, it's a ridiculous manga, but it is, mm. it's fun, and it's really, really good, because, it's, you know, he's really good at creepy, and his art is phenomenal, of course. So, do is it, like, the same universe? It is, yep, all the same universe. But the Tomiya universe, is, is it different from, like, Uzumaki? You know, that's the thing about his, his works. I'm not sure, but a lot of things don't ever connect anyway, so I think, I think it might be... Some of the stories are some are the same universe, but I'm not sure if Uzumaki would be or not. But I feel like it could be. Why not? Probably the same world. Oh, and they made Tomie movies as well, huh? They did, and they even when they made uh, the Junji Ito collection anime, they 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 had a story of Tomie as well. Okay. Yeah, it's a very um, famous for... one. I think is maybe his more famous after Uzumaki. Yeah, because everybody hears about Uzumaki, right? Right. Oh, that's cool. Maybe we should review one of the films. We can watch Tomie versus Tomie. Um, oh, shit. A 2005 masterpiece. Ooh. Um, but yeah, that sounds cool. I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't really mind cool. also like uh, reviewing some of his work too for October as well. Because, you know, ah, maybe that'd be fun. All these new anime coming out and then watching, I mean, reading fucking Junji Ito. That'd be really cool. It would be cool, honestly. Yeah, because he also has the anime that came out with Gyo that came out as well. The uh-huh. the metallic fish, that one. Also, pretty... it's not. Um, yeah. Uzumaki is not his first anime adaptation. No, it's not. He had uh, the Junji Ito collection first that came out. Oh, that was awful though. So, <laughs> why was it just the production or what? Yeah, it was Studio Dean being Studio Dean, really. Ah, so the masterpiece. And you see, the thing about it, Brian, I think he's just good at doing black and white horror. So yeah. there was this being creature, right, that had a bunch of makeup on her face. She had a bunch of piercings. She was disgusting in the manga. It was just black and white. It looked good. And then mm-hmm. in the anime, she got portrayed like a she, like, she was like green. And it wasn't really that scary at all. It's like a lizard human. It was really not scary. So I think black and white, what they're doing with Uzumaki is going to be the way to go for sure for his work. So I'm excited for that anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you think it's like red flags? Um, about it just keep being p- postponed. Either it's red flags or they're just trying to do his work justice. It's one of the two. So I- I'm scared, but I'm optimistic at the same time. It's yeah, it's either gonna be a horrible adaptation or it's gonna be the best one ever yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because you know they said the same shit about Cyberpunk. It will, 
you know? That is true. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you got to push that out and whatever happens, happens. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. All and right. And I thought Fire Force was over. Why is there getting a new season? Wait. Topic. Yeah, the manga's over, dude. Not the anime. They didn't edit the whole anime. Oh, I thought the whole entire thing was over. No, they only adapted uh, 50 episodes, so no. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we're Sorry, getting we're getting, so the anime I watched, I mentioned earlier with the moped one, it's called Super Cub. It's about a girl. Oh, Super Cub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. about a girl that uh, she pretty much hates her life. And she seems very uh, depressed going up a hill with her bike. And then she sees someone have this cool uh, Super Cub moped. She's like, shit, I kind of want that. She goes to the shop and the man's like, I'll get some right here. I'll give it to you for 10,000 yen, which is about $100. And he's like, oh, shit, why? Why so cheap? He's like... Three people have died on it, and of course, her being depressed, <laughs> she's like, "I'll take it. I'm just, kidding. I'm next." <laughs> no, but it's about, and then she finds finally happiness with this cub. She, you know, adds little upgrades to it. She finds that the wind is in her eyes. What can she do? She buys a helmet with a face guard, and you know, just little things like that. And during the winter time, it gets really cold. What do you do? You buy a bunch of covers. You buy a really expensive North Face kind of coat, and yeah just stuff like that it was a cute show about a girl being depressed but finding a way in life with this super cub and it was pretty much a super cub advertisement to be honest but it was still oh, good yeah. of course but it go was still really good good one um well so this was only 12 episodes right that's right very short yeah, so it's kind of more like one shot yeah it is yeah it had nothing to do with nothing no i don't think it says always oh, a light novel adaptation wow okay there you go damn that's cool i've been really missing one shots i like the the freaking like the perfect 12 episodes you know yeah they, they, they've been good man it's some good ones yeah okay and then what were you gonna say brian i think i cut you off somewhere mm, i don't remember but uh is there any topics we want to go over topics topics oh no you mentioned fire force that's what i was gonna talk about okay mm-hmm. let me go back to that real quick so now we're gonna review jojo today Right. And this is the thing. So and it took forever to come out. And now yeah. the reason for that was everybody's blaming Netflix. And, uh, you know, is it really their fault? I don't know. Right. We don't we don't have we don't have the back room like details or anything like that. It could be David Productions actually delaying a bunch of stuff, maybe because mm-hmm. we've heard. Let's see. What is it? Isekai Oji-san, Isekai Uncle. That guy delayed. And I think episode seven barely came out and it got delayed indefinitely, it said. Oh. And then and then finally right now it says it's going to resume next season finally because uh, Corona is still fucking up Japan really bad. So they really yeah, it's really high up there. They are, dude. Fuck. They are. So either that or, you know, I'm not sure what it is, but they are just getting fucked up. And then I think they have such small teams in this and they just don't do it. But anyhow. They got delayed indefinitely, and they stopped doing this, so we're going we're gonna to finally get it back. So that's one example. And then David Productions is taking on a bunch of projects, so they released again uh, a new Fire Force, like you said. They're also mm-hmm. going to make the remake of Urusei Yatsura in 2022. It's coming out also next season. And that's going to be a 50-episode show, and they're doing JoJo's. So, you know... I don't know what's happening over there. Either they're taking on too many projects and they got delayed doing JoJo and they had to tell Netflix, hey, we need more time. If that's the case, then I would not care mm-hmm. that they're delaying. But, you know, I just, you know, you got to, you're iffy on this kind of stuff, right? 
I'm just yeah. I just don't know. Well, I feel like I have some thoughts about that because I've just been um. I don't know. I've been really thinking about like season six and compared to like everybody, like all the other ones. Okay. And um, I don't know. Maybe I just can talk can talk about it now, but um, sure. I really do think like this whole like whatever is like it's like fucking uh, fucking it up. Like, the whole 12 episodes. Because, like, one, like, you know, you're losing hypes. Like, literally almost a year between fucking cores. I mean, yeah. well, 12 episodes. And then, on top of that, I feel, also feel like... um I think it was, like, fighting... I don't know for me. But I feel like it was, like, all the fighting scenes. Because, like, in this one, we were getting, like, fights, like, every single episode, right? Yeah. I think it's a lot to binge. But I think, you know, week to week, I feel like it builds up, you know, a little bit, like, more hype, right? Yeah, sure. Well, like, yeah. you know... You, you know, they start a fight, and then you have an entire week to think about it and just kind of, like, watch the episodes. I feel like that's how I kind of felt with, like, uh, with part five, right? Right. And so, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I really hope that it's David Productions and not Netflix. Because, like, I feel like I would it would have been good to see it, like, you know, air week to week. Yeah. But, yeah, sadly, that's not the case. So I read this article recently too. They also said Netflix is gonna move away from their binge model too. Oh really? Uh, yeah, they just confirmed they're gonna do that. I'm not sure why. Maybe the release of this Lord of the Rings or this Game of Thrones or maybe Better Call Saul. How the finale just crashed AMC servers. They're saying that the hype and all that is working better for everybody else, and yeah. Netflix gets the hype of a certain show for a week, and that's it. And so. Maybe they finally decided that you know what maybe the binge <laughs> model isn't the way to go, and that's yeah. that's good. So I'm, we'll see what they do. Slowly going back to cable. Um, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do think like the week. Yeah, I think I I definitely prefer the week to week to the binge because I feel like, you know, if they would have done the opposite and like dropped JoJo Part Six and like fifty episodes all at once, that would have been fucking a lot too. You know. It'd be a lot to watch. Like, yeah, for sure. Especially since the hype kind of like forces you to watch it all at one time, um, oh, just so you exactly. can be like yeah. relevant, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would and be yeah. like a, such a big thing, you know. If we wanted to talk on the podcast, we had to watch fifty episodes in like you know like maybe like span of a week or two. Yeah, and um, which is good, but sometimes like you know it's worth savoring, like um, kind of kind of like I was talking about like with Hot D, um, you know I've been going over my, going over to my friend's house every Sunday to go watch it, and like that's really fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, even. Even though the show is not like you know particularly like amazing ten out of ten, um, <laughs> it's just kind of still fun to get together every week and see what's going to go on. Like you know what, what scandals, and so I feel like yeah, sounds um, fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that's why I kind of like anime too, because you know, like majority like through country rolls week to week, and yeah. so like you know, I don't feel pressured, you know, to feel all to watch all of it at once. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I like that as well. So like. I guess, Brian, let me ask you this question then. Uh, kind of really moving off topic here. We're going to okay. do a fall preview soon. Soon here. Maybe next week. Who knows when. But it's soon, mm-hmm. though, because we're, we're approaching the end of summer already. That's pretty. I don't know if it was fast for you or not. This summer actually felt very long for me. But maybe because of the yeah. heat wave. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. out of the fall shows, this is kind of going to give everybody, I guess, a preview. What are you most excited for? Because it's going to be a big one. After we discuss this one, it's going to be a big one. So what is your most hype anime that's coming up? Mm-hmm. Good question. Um, how about you start, for, start off first, please? Okay. 
so I'll do uh, let's do non sequels first because I think we should do a non sequel and a sequel. So okay. for non sequels, you know, I want to say Chainsaw Man, but <laughs> I don't want to say. So I'm gonna say Orisa Yatsura, which is the remake. So I, that's kind of a cop out, I guess, from non sequels. <laughs> but yeah, Orisa Yatsura, I'm excited for. Um, the old one was hilarious. This one's gonna be David Productions and the main characters voiced by um, Araragi. That's exciting already. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. already a plus one. David Production plus one. You know the um, the leopard. Uh, you know bikini plus one. Let's go. <laughs> so this is uh for sure my excited one for because Chainsaw Man. There's so much hype for it that my expectation is off the charts, dude. Of what you expect. So yeah. I don't know if it's gonna live up to the hype or not. And we'll see though. But that's my non-sequel. What about your non-sequel, Brian? Um. Well, I was thinking. Well, I was thinking Chainsaw Man because I I'm excited to like because oh, I have yeah. no hand in the ring, so I don't care if it flops or not. But you know, I feel like people have been bitching about this anime for for fucking two years, <laughs> and so for real, dude. You know, for like all the fucking exhaustiveness, um, that I fucking heard, it better come out like you know really good and just like what's up, the, you know, like what's the hype. Yeah, and so I want to see Chainsaw Man. All right, hell yeah, dude. That's what I like to hear. Now, cool, cool. For me, for a sequel though, this is this is a hard one. There's a lot, there's a lot of good ones here, but you know what? It's not, it's not hard. It's Mob Psycho, Mob Psycho Three. Uh, the ending okay. of it. It's gonna be the ending of Mob Psycho. I read the manga. I know what's gonna happen, but I'm still excited for it, even more so than My Hero, more so than Spy X Family. Spy X Family is gonna be. It's hard to compare a comedy with an action. But mm-hmm. Mob Psycho for me has the hype. Studio Bones again, you know, uh, turning it up to one thousand. So that's um, that's exciting there. Yeah, and um, I think you, for boss? me, uh, I feel like it was also kind of. I was I was actually gonna bring this up as well. So oh. I think it's actually really good. But I'm excited for My Hero Academia. <laughs> um, what? Because. I I don't know. I have like a sneaking suspicion that people are turning like the community is turning on itself, you know? Yeah. We're like My Hero Academia that used to be like the most beloved show on earth for like yeah. a moment, you know? It yeah, came out sure, with like Attack on Titan during that era, 2015, 2014, 16. I don't I don't exactly know when. But uh I feel like people are talking a lot of shit on My Hero Academia and that like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the fandom, I don't know if, if it's fair to say that it's slowly dying, but, um, you know, whenever I hear people talk about, like, you know, have you ever seen those videos where people go to anime conventions and yeah. Um, yeah. they just ask for their opinions or whatever? Yeah, I saw one that pissed me off, but yes, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, so, like, in kind of, like, in that light, a lot of people, like, <laughs> they always ask, like, who's the stinkiest fans? They say, My Hero Academia. <laughs> uh, what show are you le- uh, least looking forward to? My Hero Academia. Like, a lot of people, like, are saying, like, a lot of bad things about My Hero Academia. And, um, wow. I just kind of, like, even, like, um, kind of like a friend of mine who I knew, like, you know, is a really big uh, My Hero Academia fan. Uh, they said that they weren't really, like, looking forward to the next season because the, the way that the last season ended. I mean, I couldn't really understand, like, the complaints about the last season because I had never watched it. Yeah, sure. Um, Or, no, I haven't been in the loop since season one. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are, like, kind of, like, shitting on My Hero Academia. Yeah. And so, I'm kind of interested how to, um, to see how people react to the to the latest season. Unfortunately, I'm with them. 
in in terms of I don't know. I feel like the hype died down. I feel like the beginning of this season is going to be where I was really engaged in the manga, where I was actually more engaged in this manga than I was in the One Piece manga for a bit, for like, I think two months or so, where I was mm-hmm. behind in One Piece for like two months, but I was caught up on my hero. And then now, if once again flipped, I'm back into One Piece again. I forgot about my hero. I'm behind about three weeks in my hero. I just don't care again. And, you know, we're getting this, like, the final arc scene for sure like the final showdown and it seemed very abrupt it really did and i, I feel like yeah deku's already like insanely powerful and i don't understand it, it just seemed abrupt and yeah I, I don't i don't know um i'm very mixed on it and uh, not really looking forward to it that much either it feels good i feel validated i've been a hater since it i don't know since like season two or three I and so you, uh it's just always good like I don't know. There's like, there's this thing where I feel like some things can like get hyped for no reason, and um, eventually they turn. But I like being there. Like I told you guys, like I told you this shit fucking sucked from the beginning. Deku's annoying as fuck, and you know whatever, whatever, whatever. And yeah. I don't know. I'm not a hater often, but when I'm a hater, I like to be. I like to be validated, um, especially when it comes to things like this. And so <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully it does implode and everybody hates it and they cancel uh, My Hero Academia. The only thing I'm truly worried about with this season is that Studio Bones is doing both My Hero and Mob Psycho. Hopefully their full the efforts go on Mob Psycho, <laughs> dude. Because I yeah. know Mob Psycho is way more like people actually like it more. You know, people that watch it. It's not more popular. People, well, like, people love it. Yeah, people that watch it give it like 10 out of 10 every time. Like season one was yeah. good. Season two was better and yeah so yeah uh, we'll see what happens there now brian what's your favorite upcoming hentai i'm just kidding <laughs> well let me tell you it's um <laughs> the queen elizabeth f, f- oh, oh shit really? xf go I'm just uh, <laughs> all right i guess with that i have no other topics really nor questions for you brian you got anything else you want to you know ask me or go over uh no not at the moment i mean i'm still kind of confused with bleach because, like, you know, it's this October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think it's going to get delayed? Do you think who, who is going to, who's going to, who has this title? Is it going to be Crunchyroll or Disney Plus? A hybrid? Amazon? That is the question, huh? Yeah. Amazon Chan question. coming into the free? <laughs> Amazon Chan. Oh, God. I really hope not. I hope it's just Crunchyroll. Um, just make it easier to watch. Or maybe even High Dive. I wouldn't care if High Dive had it either. I would not care. That's fine. But I can't oh, yeah. see them picking it up. It's just a big title. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be Crunchyroll with Sony's money for sure picking this up. This is probably an expensive show to license right now. Well, it's just so weird that the whole Disney Plus thing kind of came out of like nowhere. And um, I don't know. Fuck Disney Plus in anime. Well, it's fuck Disney in general. But yeah. like, it'd be such a pain in the ass if they truly got it. It really would be because, you know, we have this other show that's supposed to, that was supposed to come out last season. And it's coming out. September 15th or 14th. It was the Tommy Galaxy sequel, right? Mm-hmm. We're yeah. still waiting for that. And that was a Disney Plus show. And we, we're not going to be able to watch it at all. We have to pirate it again anyway. And it's so yeah. ridiculously frustrating. You know, it's, it's going to be only stupid. six episodes. But still, I uh, it would have been nice to have this just on Crunchyroll or um, High Dive. Yeah, Whatever. honestly, fucked. <laughs> I feel like fuck Disney. 
Oh, you're finally on the bandwagon, huh, Brian? Bro, I've been on the bandwagon. No, 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 no. You've no. been on the bandwagon. I guess I, you know what? I guess you're right. I, I've been fuck Disney except for Marvel. That's what I've been for a long time. <laughs> but now I'm just everything. Fuck everything. Yeah, for real. I okay. mean, they got the they got the BTS um, concert on Disney Plus. Um, permission Re- oh. to dance. Really, dude. <laughs> And so now I have to subscribe to Disney Plus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, as long as She-Hulk is better than Better Call Saul, everybody will watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been hating. I feel like um, <laughs> a lot of hate on the internet. She-Hulk. I don't think a lot of people have been hating on Game of Thrones, but everybody's been hating on Lord of the Rings, Little, Little Mermaid, Rings. Little Mermaid. Yeah, people, people, people really hated that She-Hulk twerking scene a lot. You know. <laughs> I don't know how you feel yeah, about it, Brian. Fucking Megan the Stallion. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I don't care. I thought it was weird that Megan the Stallion was there, and <laughs> I thought it was weird. Brian, because like, she some this. sort of lawyer. It was an after credit scene, an after oh, really? credit funny scene that Marvel does all the time. So okay. it does not matter, you know. Yeah, like, I thought it was those... like part of the plot. No, after credit scene. Well, yeah, then I think that's funny. That's a funny little cameo. Right? I don't know if Megan the Stallion was in like the episode itself, but. uh... <laughs> But it's weird as fuck, and like, yeah, I don't know. I hate it when like people like they, the the social fabric is deteriorating. We're going back into blah 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 blah, and then they go fucking watch stepsister fucking porn, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they're just fucking gross and racist. So I don't know. Well, we'll the see. thing the thing about that scene too, people were so mad because they're like, oh, you know, She Hulk got mad that everybody was um, catcalling her, which is why she's better at controlling her anger than the, than the normal Hulk, you know, because she just got, you know, pretty much catcalled and she had to control her anger all the time. And then she wants uh-huh. respect and then she does this. It's like, women want respect, lol. And I'm like, oh my God, bro, just shut the hell up already. It's, it's so, it's Twitter's the most toxic place to be at to this day Honestly. right now. Well, yeah. Twitter and Reddit, bro. Twitter and Reddit. That it's because Twitter is pretty much the last of like the social media platform that is not completely censored and you you know uh, you'll get uh-huh. shadow banned or whatever because YouTube, Facebook, all of them you swear a little bit you just get banned instantly and Twitter mm. is the last of it that uh, I guess allows that nonsense. Yeah, well, Twitter is pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like those ticks are kind of good. Well, especially like when the queen died, there was like a lot of memes on Twitter, and I feel like kind of like or when like uh, Will Smith kind of slapped. <laughs> let's talk. Let's stop talking about the queen. But like when uh, <laughs> when Will slapped out Chris Rock, um, a lot of shit goes on Twitter. I feel like it's kind of interesting that way. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Okay, I guess with that, Brian, we got nothing else. Shall we get into this review of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Stone Ocean, Part Two? Yes, of course. Let's do it. Okay, guys. Well, here we go. We've been waiting almost a year, a little less than a year, just three little seasons. No big deal. And we finally got part two of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6. And here we go. It's an ONA, of course. It's on Netflix. And Netflix owns this and is done by, once again, David Productions. Sources of manga. Naturally, genres are action adventure. And it's a shonen. Every episode is 24 minutes long, of course. Okay, Brian, so let's get out of the way. Jumping back into this, how much did you forget? <laughs> um, I probably like, mm, I wouldn't say much because I feel like this season kind of like didn't really reference a lot of like 
of the past season. Boom. But what was your experience? Yep, I hit it. You hit it. I'm in the same way as you. I thought the most important thing was that at the end of the first season, she got the disc back and she sent it back. And that was the most important part. And that's all they really referenced was that. So uh-huh. I did remember that. I, I agree with you. I thought it, was, it didn't really matter that much. Maybe you might remember some characters like, um, you know, there's, what was his name? The guy with the, oh my goodness. This is a lot of characters here. I'm trying to find his name real quick. Um, Anastasia? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I kind of well, forgot about him a little bit. Yeah, well, we didn't know much about him either because he was yeah. just kind of there being moody when they went off with like the Chad Weather Report. He was just posing. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> posing <laughs> yeah. menacing. Um, one thing that I did forget is when they carded um, FF. And I, I kind of knew who it was, but I forgot. Like, it took me a long time to realize that it was like Foo Fighters or whatever. Oh, really? But okay. I mean, I just kind of forgot what it st- stood for, but it wasn't that much. Okay. Very nice. Okay. I guess going into this, Brian, it's going to be tough. You want to give us a quick premise of what mm-hmm. this was about. So in this season, um, I mean, I can't compare it to the first season because I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like this was definitely like the battle fucking season oh my God, where, yeah. you know, we pick up on we first off. Uh, sorry. We start off with Aramis, uh trying to adventure sister fighting sports maximum. Um, and then, you know, we kind of go off to Jolene and Foo Fighters trying, to, uh, uh, shit, what was the beginning part? Fuck. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It just kind of starts off mysteriously. Sorry. That's it right. kind of starts off mysteriously. Like, why is Jolene in, um, fucking, uh, maximum detention? Yep. Well, yeah, Arturo Chan, I think you should do it. Cause I feel like I'm gonna be really big, really bad at explaining this. Yeah. So what Brian said is right. So you, you you started off with Jolene dead at the last season, pretty much. She was pretty much dead, and then she gets taken down, and they kind of summarize. Hey, I don't know if it was you, but every time you're somewhere, people die, bad things happen. So it has to be you. So they put her mm-hmm. in, yeah in max attention, and then which is kind of the goal here. And then after this, I kind of forgot some of this too, Brian. I, I gotta I gotta quickly go into this. Um, episode here let me quickly yeah let me go ahead and find this bad boy but i guess before we get i guess before we get too lost in uh, the sauce here brian what was your favorite stand power or user than this one mm. shit i think it's kind of a tie between um i really like the what you may call it I kind of I did like the dragon one. Um, oh, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. But the only thing, the only thing about these fights this fucking season is it me or did they like intensify the gore? They no, I feel like they didn't really intensify it, but it was just uh, more apparent for sure. Because I feel like this season had a lot of people like you know Jolene was getting fucked up every episode, and then they had like Foo Fighters to kind of do with mocking her back, but like you know she was getting shit ripped out of her. Her bones were broken. Like everybody's okay. bones were broken. Yeah, you're right. It, it it was a little more gory this time around, huh? Yeah. And then was like Anasui's fucking, you know, uh, what's it called, Diver Dan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like kind of like the way that he fucked up that dude's ribs or like the legs oh, yeah, and like. Ew. And then they spent like two or three minutes on the guys hopping on his broken ass fucking spring legs. That was disgusting, um, dude. Holy shit. I think that was the hardest part for me. Where like a lot of it was fucking gory. Um, which, uh, like, I feel like gore is kind of where, like, 
I don't know. I feel like Gore doesn't really add a lot of, and I kind of don't like Gore in general. Uh, okay. But yeah, I I like the dragon one. I thought it was fun trying to figure it out, and then like kind of the old man and the dragons kind of bantering was really funny. Uh, yeah, that I think that was my favorite one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Here we can go back then. So mm-hmm. it starts off as Brian said. We haven't seen Hermes for a few days, and Jolene is curious. And she finds out that Hermes is here for a certain purpose, and the purpose is to avenge uh, her sister, that you know, which the wrong pitch at the wrong time, essentially. And she saw something she shouldn't have seen. So of course, when it happens, they kill you to you know tie off loose ends. So we have uh, the first fight here, which happens with Sports Maximus, which this guy can somehow you know reanimate these like uh animals and make invisible animals start off with a bird and then you get a you know florida gator of course naturally yeah and so that was pretty cool there and of course the gator so some reason somehow for jojo always has a healer kind of character right because they can just take unlimited damage and it doesn't matter because Foo fighter is a healer that can just put plankton back in like your arm and it happened in par 5 too with um Giorno, he had his uh, his standard also just kind of heal you, so it didn't really matter what happened. And yeah, this season is Foo Fighters. She can just heal you no problem. Her eyeball gets lost, and then um, her her leg got taken off. Uh, Foo Fighters did, and she's all mad. Anyway, they fight this person, and so Hermes' power is strange because she lets this guy in in the pipe, and he gets pretty much enclosed, and he's still alive, controlling the stand remotely, and they have to beat the alligator and the bird, and they do. It's JoJo. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. Nothing too hard here. And so after this one, so now they're trying to look for Dio's bone. And so once again, Dio's back. This is what you were talking about, Brian, if I'm tired of Dio. And yes, it's really getting old. You know, Dio's back again. And they need to find this bone, which is apparently in solitary confinement place for some reason. It's there. Mm-hmm. So she gets sent there, and she needs um, Foo Fighter needs help though, and she has nobody to help her because Hermes is just she got fucked up. She is um, getting medical attention, so uh, Foo Fighter turns to Anastasia for help, and he says, "Only if I can marry Jolene." For some reason, <laughs> he's asking Foo Fighter, you know, I have your permission, yeah. right? And the whole the, the whole time, yeah, you have your blessing. It's like you've got our promise, and I'm like, this fucking guy's nuts. So, and then. We get that amazingly gay erotic scene with uh, Dio and my boy that they're just uh, Poochie. <laughs> they're just kind of chilling, yeah. you know. And Poochie says, what is the weakest stand you've ever had? And then, you know, he says, well, it's kind of hard to say what's weak or what's strong. And then we get a little backstory there of that there's this certain stand that kind of infects everybody. You know, it, it makes everybody just fight her to the death. Yeah. And so enter the disciplinary wing. We have two guards fight each other to the death, and they let everybody out because he wants to fight everybody. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Pucci sent three stand users, Brian, or was it four? I think it was three. I think it was four. Was it four? Yeah, that's right. I think the, yeah, that's right. He sent four. So Jolene has to fight this uh, security guard, which is, of course, is a stand user, but she, he doesn't know it himself, it seems like. But his stand is to send down meteors and... Every time they hit Jolene, you know, big old hole in her fucking body once again. Just huge assholes that just fuck her up. Yeah. And, Wait. So yeah. what was this trick with that? Because, like, didn't they say, like, the meteors were attracted to him, right? Where they're going to fall towards him. But why was it hitting Jolene? 
They are attracted to yeah, not me. Yeah, what was it? Because I think also kind of like a big issue that I had with like um, uh, this season is I feel like uh, they kind of took liberty with like <laughs> kind of like things making sense or not making sense. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, sure. And so sometimes you know people would be like you know there'd be one place for one second and then like instantly teleport somewhere else. Or like, uh, I feel like there's like a lot of part where like, really? um, okay, like they kind of disappear just to fit the story. You know, Jolene was set up right here, and then they're suddenly like behind it, or like you know, um, kind of like the, a little bit spoilers where they're running towards the bottle. You know, suddenly like they hopped in the bottle, the guy got in, the stand got in the bottle without like noticing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. So I feel like there's like a lot of that happens where like they kind of mention like, oh yeah, the meteorites only follow the stand user and like but for some reason he's hitting jolene and then they're trying to find the secret but then she just ends up putting like fucking bricks in a shoe and, and like smacking him and they kind of forget all about it <laughs> yeah that's true well i mean that's yeah. pretty much jojo in a nutshell kind of nonsense like that yeah like these meteors come down and then right before they hit him it disappears like brian said but if you use a shoe was it his boot it was his boot yeah, he uses boo can... and yeah, it's the that sent it launching and it's like it was it was an absurd way to win. It really was, and yeah, well that happened and then of course everybody else is fighting each other and Jolene wins, but you know of course she's really fucked up. And then we have uh, Brian's favorite stand. He said we got um the old man with the dragon, which is uh you know his name is Kenzo, and this is. This is a definition of Araki being like, I just learned something, so I'm going to tell you guys about it, that <laughs> you drink your own pee. It's like, <laughs> what the, the fuck? Fuck, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But he's like, yeah, I drink my own piss uh, and all this. <laughs> so we have him fighting a Foo Fighter, and he seems very powerful because this dragon is pretty pretty neat because he's kind of neutral, right? He mm-hmm. tells Foo Fighter, oh, if, you, if you're here, that's your unluckiest place to be. Or something like that. It was absurd. Yeah. Or if you go towards over here, like, um, this is like the luckiest place for you to be as well. This was the final destination shit. That was ridiculous. You know, because, because uh, oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah, getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah, she's getting fucked up, and she needs water. And so she tries to go down down the stairs because there's a water hose going down there. But then there's an electric chair down there. And then, but she's faded no matter what to be in that electric chair. So she tries to run away and she keeps sleeping back into the chair. It was so absurd. But <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was, it was funny, but yeah, it, it, it was good. And then this is the, yeah, the scene that um, Anastasia uh, fucks up Kenzo by turning his lights into springs. And then like you see like his bones are, it's disgusting. Like all popping out. Like yeah, there's, it, a, there's a fucking lot of those fucking scenes, bro. Yeah, but, um, there is, and because then after this scene, um, he you see that you see two stand users still hiding, and there's that one gladiator helmet guy, and then there's the other guy that um, Anastasia sees, and he like, did you know you have a, a certain amount of ribs, right? And he pretty much yeah. turns that guy into a fucking bear trap, and yeah. That's Wait, funny. so what happened to like the little baby guy who had the bone at first? Because he he kind of died when Jolene chased after him, but like, I don't know. I just got really confused with that. Yeah, me too. I, I don't remember what happened to him either. I don't. I don't know. I feel like he kind of became irrelevant, or what? Like, he kind of he had the bone the whole time. He had Dio's bone the whole time, but he didn't do anything with it, huh? He just kind of ran away. It was strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what, what, what did happen to him. I don't know. Or or was his stand that tree stuff? Maybe. 
No, the tree stuff was Dio, but like it, it was also oh, weird because right. like you know the whole tree thing was happening, and so I thought it was like the old guy, like the old man who was a dragon stand. Yeah, I feel like a lot of things were going on because you know like they had the water, yeah, and then they had like the more like what do they call them survivor or whatever. Yep. And it seemed like if you touched the water, that's when you got infected. Was like the survivor, like the rage or whatever. Yep. And then like you know you had waters on the floor, and then you had the tree growing. And then you had like all these four people who, who they didn't really like introduce. And so I feel like I kept getting confused like who Sam was who and like what the fuck was happening. Yeah, so obviously the gladiator Sam is going to come up in a second here. He has a remote mm-hmm. stand. And then the the other guy's stand, the one that got the ribcage shit, his stand was um, the survivor. little survivor. That's right. Yeah. And of course the old man is um, the dragon. But yeah, there was so much stuff happening. You're right. It, it got... At first, I was very confused as well of what the hell was happening. But, you know, it, with, with JoJo, you kind of just kind of kind of move it. on sometimes, I guess. It's kind of it's weird. You don't want to think yeah. too much about it. Because, yeah, and then uh, Birth of the Green happens where, yeah, Dio's bone is making everybody pretty much like uh, photosynthesis happen. And they grow into plants. And then Jolene's having to hurt too. You stand in the sun, happens to you. And then they see a baby be born. The weird mm-hmm. little baby thing. And so now um, the jaw, because I think the baby absorbed the bone. That's right, right? Yeah. The baby absorbed the no, bone. No, no, no. The bone turned into the baby. That's right. So now they got to do that, and they steal it, and they try to run away. And then at the end of this episode is where you see that gladiator stand. Remember, remember what was his name, Brian? The stand name? The stand name? Uh, I don't remember. I forgot to. Because all you said was master. That's right. He said a lot of master, and he seemed he was one of those stands that's remotely controlled, and it just kind of has a target. And no matter what, it happens in a mortal stand that targets this thing, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a this is like when we're getting into like these stands that are so, you know, specific to a thing that's ridiculous. It's, it's pretty funny, but anyhow. Yeah. So he his goal is to kill um, Jolene, but he doesn't do. Oh yeah, his name was uh, Yayama. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah, yeah, my yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 my. And so he's been. Uh, he's pretty much really obedient. He's like, I right, turn the vote on. Yes, master. And then they run away. But and then you see a Foo Fighter that got fucked up in the background somehow by this remote stand. So now they're running away, and with uh, yeah, yeah, ma. And they realize that uh, this thing is not good. They fuck it up by you know my boy Anastasia turning his mind into a frog mind. <laughs> that was fucking i thought that was pretty creative though i like that that was good i mean how else can you beat it really it was immortal they kept uh fucking it up every time and he kept regenerating and um mm-hmm. yeah so as soon as you turn your back from it that's when it attacks you with uh yeah whatever. with a saliva with saliva yeah so and that happens and then the egg uh the egg that happened there it hatches so it's a little baby kind of abomination kind of like a cyberman right from dragon ball z yeah from dragon ball z yeah, yeah. i was gonna say the same thing too the yeah, logic just reminded like me of. perfect yeah so of course it's crawling away and this baby because why not it's dio's bone has a stand too that you get near it you shrink yeah <laughs> i love it dude these things were so this okay brian i guess before we get further into this we're was it easy for you to binge watch this show? Um. Yeah, honestly, like, like I, you know, I want to say no, but um, I watched the twelve episodes kind of like it was nothing. I didn't really realize that I watched all of it. Um, 
I was surprised because like you know because I think I watched seven episodes one day and then kind of like five episodes the other day just yeah. now actually <laughs> but um but yeah I was just surprised how fast it went even though like a lot of it was hard to watch bro a lot of fucking it was hard to watch especially with the gore yeah absolutely. but but when it kind of got to the later five was you know with like this stand and then like kind of the baby and then uh jailhouse rock or whatever yeah uh it got easier for me to watch all the fights but yeah yeah but it went it went easy but it yeah, did feel right? like a lot for me yeah exactly i'm in the same boat i feel like i watched five and then seven or seven or five one of the two but i watched a lot of it really quickly so I really think that the binge model for JoJo does work, but the hype is already gone already. That's the thing. Like, yeah, every time yeah, exactly. it's every episode when it ended, I wanted to see this. I'm like, oh my god, I want, I gotta go next. I gotta go next. It was just cliffhanger every time, and week to week, that would have been, that would have been awesome. It would have been awesome, really. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's unfortunate there, but I did not mention that uh, Foo Fighter is actually the one that defeats Yayama. And then it disintegrates. That's how they beat it. I mean, he just had a distraction the whole time as a frog mine. But yeah. in reality, Foo Fighter beats uh, Yayama's uh, stand owner. Well, Foo Fighters was being Koichi at this point, where like she was literally carrying like the entire <laughs> for real, dude. Like, everybody the entire time. Uh, which I feel like that was kind of giving me like kind of like well, first because they faked her death, but I feel like a lot of that. Um, you know when they try to make a character to seem out the best right before they kill him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I kind of felt with Foo Fighters because she was doing everything. She was fucking everybody up. She was putting the team on her back and she, you know, Hell yeah, she, she was, was just being like really great and loyal. And then I kind of felt like, I don't know, at a certain point, I think when she died the first time, um, I thought like, fuck, they're going to try to, they're going to try to kill her off for real, you know? Oh, you mean when she got electrocuted or after she uh, absorbs that steamy water? Yeah. <laughs> the steamy water. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Sorry for cutting you off though. No, you're fine. Um, well, whenever you want, cut me off. So you can get into this, too. I- I'm just going through mm-hmm. everything that happened try- relatively quickly. Obviously, I'm missing well, a lot of things, but I'm going quickly. Okay, well, let me try to take it from where you, where you left off because, you know, you've done a lot. Um, so what were we? They were fighting the stand? Yeah, so uh, Foo Fighter is now, quote-unquote, dead. It could be a forecast summons in the rain. We'll go from there. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, wait. Okay, okay, never mind. I can mention that later. So yeah, so the mm. so the weather report, weather report. You know, we we get daddy back and he's like, "Oh yeah, mm. he just comes here at the nick of time." You know, they're playing the Morse code. I love it. Um, which also confuses me because after the twist is revealed, I had no idea like, you know, um, where they kind of came from or whatever. Yeah. But you know, apparently that uh that FF has kind of been talking to Foo Fighters, I mean, not Foo Fighters. Uh weather report. Yep. through Morse code and as for the rain you know so she was able to recover from like the boiled water attempt and like almost dying yeah. and uh what the report go them and go to find jolene and they find him but it turns out that what the report it was actually a fucking pale snake in disguise <laughs> yeah what <laughs> he, he fucking killed oh that was such a good twist he kill he almost killed sanasui and then finished off Foo fighter while poochie is dealing with the baby yeah um we get kind of more like cutscenes, and so kind of yeah, so I don't know. So, what do you think happened with the Morse code? Was he actually talking to Foof, uh, Weather Report or? Yeah, because obviously the rain happened, right? Yeah. So I think he did, but maybe Poochie understood it. I don't. I don't. Well, know. he did understand it because he did realize it, but. Right. Oh, it's right. It's right. 
But I don't know, because I, I did think he was going to come out to help, but maybe he the only thing he can do was to rain from his cell. That's right, yeah. I think that, I think that makes sense, actually, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking, but I was like, I don't know, it just kind of felt weird. It kind of felt like a lot. But, so, you know, Pucci is trying to, um, Jolene, oh, fuck, sorry. Pucci is trying to get the baby, but Jolene is trying to stop him. But he takes out uh, Jotaro's memory disc and kind of throws it to Anasui. She's getting which fucked like, up, huh? He's getting fucked up by Jolene. He doesn't stand a yeah, chance Pucci, against her stand. Yeah, so at this, we find out that Pale Snake is, you know, like, he's really good with, like, his abilities, but, like, in, like, as a fighting stand, um, Stone Free is way better. That's right. But she has to make the choice if she wants to save um, Jotaro's memory because Anasui's dying or keep fighting Pucci, which she obviously, she she saves Jotaro, but there's nothing she can do because he's he already started dying. And so kind of as, like, a last wish, Anasui kind of, like, I don't know if he forces his blood, but his blood touches FF, um, so she could take over his body. Yeah, and it works, but she instead like sacrifices herself. It doesn't really explain how she died. Yeah, but she sacrifices to to heal Anasui, and um, Jolene sees her soul floating off, says a tearful farewell, uh, which I was really sad to see FF because like I kind of oh, hate that shit. Yeah, they were making us love her just to fucking take us away, which kind of fucking sucked. That's right. You know, but she died. Um, we get another cutscene with Pucci and, and Dio. <laughs> shirtless Fucking, in the bed. Yeah, shirtless in the bed, thinking about, like, would you ever leave me type shit? Would you ever kill me? <laughs> Why don't you kill me right now? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the tension. The tension was there. It's like, I need somebody who doesn't follow the rules of men. I need somebody who follows the rules of God. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. so, uh, Pucci leaves and kind of, like, becomes one with the cyber baby um is it me or did that bone look like it had a dick on it it, it was odd did you notice yeah. that too well it is dio's bone so it had to be sexy looking well it's because it had like two like little like it had the bone right yeah and it looked like it had the balls like <laughs> like implanted onto the bone and then like the top of the fucking bone was like a penis i don't know i don't know if, yeah yeah and, so and I know what you that. Mean. yeah 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 <laughs> And so he offered that to the baby. They merged as one and Pucci leaves. Well, um, I guess Jolene goes back to jail with Anasui. And uh, yeah, just Anasui because nobody else was there because that's have passed away. Yeah. Um, yep. And she's locked up. And uh, Pucci tells Six on her, another stand user, Jailhouse to Rock, which are like, if you touch the bars, um, you kind of go to an amnesia state. This is oh, this is rough to watch. This is horrible. Yeah, <laughs> fuck these. The last two episodes were hard to watch. Cause they, they were, dude. Um, it was just a lot of suspense because you know, it was frustrating because like the tensions were so high because she needed to get out of the fucking choke because they have like, they have like twenty eight days until the new moon rises where, uh, Pucci will ascend again to another stage because like he's in a new form. Um, I don't know. They haven't given an official name. But right. I'm pretty sure it's like eyes over heaven or something like shit like that. Uh, but he's in a new form, and it seems like Pale Snake has also evolved into a new form as well, where Pucci can't really control him. Is he's on his own? Yeah. Um. But Jolene still has to just try to leave. Well, she only has three things on. Uh, she can only remember three things, and like if it goes past three things, she'll forget the rest, right? And so. Oh my god! Yeah. So it's just fucking frustrating because, like, you know. Um, we just get moments and lapses where, like, you know, she's in the jail, but then suddenly she's in back in her old cell, and two days have passed, 
and um the guard has been there like the person who she's supposed to kill is like watching her the entire time but like every time she like remembers she forgets and like and so she's able to stick close to jolene and kind of observe her and sabotage her the entire fucking time that was great um, yeah the way she did and that then, where uh she dropped like the drink on her to clean her off to clean off all the markings she wrote on herself you know Something yeah like that. yeah yeah that was good yeah because the only thing jolene marks her body to kind of like uh try to keep track as much as you can you know like little yeah. things yeah but uh, it turns out emporio also oh, also man. got amnesia and he's trying emporio. to figure <laughs> he's trying to figure it out too to help jolene but like he keeps electrocuting he electrocuting himself because he forgets that there's water <laughs> or some shit i don't know it was weird but yeah he keeps electrocuting himself until he gets saved by jolene um and uh yeah they defeat jailhouse rock and they get Hermes and they're planning to break out of the fucking prison. And that's kind of where it ends. That's right. Yeah. Emporio finally wants to get out too. He uh, has a resolve to get out. That was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. And um, yeah, her stand is called the, uh, no, no, no. What's her, yeah, you said it, you already said it already, huh? That's right. Never Stone mind. free. No, not Jolene. Uh, the jailhouse. Oh yeah. Jailhouse rock. That's yeah. right. And, we didn't mention how they defeated the baby, but I guess they defeated the baby because the baby wanted to come close to Jolene, and that was it. And of course, uh, Anasui wants to kill the baby, though. He's like, this is an abomination. Let me just kill it. But, you know, the, not really. It doesn't, really, doesn't work out, of course. And we didn't mention the cringe scenes with uh, Anasui trying to, uh, he's like, don't worry, Jolene. I know what you want. And he kept, like, you oh, know, yeah. grabbing her chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or trying to get that fifth to sabotage her, like, trip her so she can fall into his arms. and he, like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because when she sees that weather report, she embraces him. He's like, what are they doing? You know, it's just, it's just stuff like that. It was, there was a lot of funny Good moments. Scenes. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the strongest part of the series, I feel like the stands are really, really good. Yes. Um, This fucking season. Because, like, I think, I feel like for me, the worst one was fucking part four. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. It seems like they're kind of taking like inspirations from like movies, like the whole, the whole memory thing. Kind of reminded me of like Memento, oh. and shit like that. Just kind of trying to figure out like stuff, you know, f- try to figure out this mystery while you're forgetting shit. And um, what other one kind of reminded me of another movie? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but oh, well, not that it reminded me, reminded me of a movie, but I really like the baby stand and the fucking uh, yeah, where you get close to it, the smaller you get, and so you're like, you'll never like reach it because like the distance just keeps going between infinity or whatever yeah that's right that was sick yeah i think it was might have been too powerful that's why they kind of kind of like called the fight off because like how the fuck do you fight that <laughs> for real dude yeah exactly but um but yeah i thought like i was really impressed with, like with all the stands like i feel like all of them were really cool and unique and uh it didn't feel repetitive because now it's been like what like three seasons like since we started stands yeah goodness and so so it feels cool that like the best ones are coming you know in this season yeah and you know i i thought i'd be mixed on them but i'm with you because you know like uh that one girl's uh jailhouse rock her her stand is useless if she's not in a jailhouse you know yeah it's like it's one of those funny things too that work out that way um i don't know also that dragon stand pretty much if you don't have his technique of moving around and that acrobats, then you're pretty much useless too. that stand. Exactly. It's kind of like, they kind of like make, they put themselves in like the situation to like succeed. Right. 
It's sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. It's no longer just like um, Joe Taro's stand of just like brute force battle, battle, yeah. battle. Yeah, it's a little more thinking because like for sure at the last two episodes, I'm like, how is she going to get out of this really? Because it, it was like, you know, you, you knew she would, but just having attention of how in the hell because you couldn't figure out yourself was pretty cool anyway. Just trying yeah. to figure out how she's going to do it. Well, I think Araragi, I mean, Araragi, Araki was, <laughs> my bad, Araki was kind of mentioning it too, because like, you know, um, just kind of the scene that you're telling where like, like the Astigo was like the, was the, uh, the weakest stand and it was Survivor, you know? Yeah. But you put Survivor in a situation where there's like 32, like maximum security prison inmates, like the most dangerous of like four, yeah. four uh, stand users, then, then fucking Survivor becomes pretty OP, you know? It does. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. I was really impressed with all the stands because I wasn't sure how I'd feel about it, but all of these were, it was really great. It was, yeah. And same thing when uh, Pucci was getting fucked up, and I'm like, how's he going to get out of this? But it was smart how he threw uh, Jotaro's yeah. disc. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of things like that that, you know, you think, oh, what's going to happen? Or is it, okay, Jolene's going to win right here, but, you know, it turns out she could not win. Yeah, I feel like Pucci's a pretty great villain because, like, a, like, the whole thing was, like, he's counting prime numbers and, like, if he stays focused, that he'll survive, you know? Because oh, there's right. a multiple yeah. time where they, uh, they thought, you know, Jolene was going to win, but in the Pucci ends up getting what he wants. That's right. Yep. Yeah. It was an overall pretty good season, man. It, it, it was a fun time. I'm excited for what's next. You know, we're going to, I, you know, we're going to finally get the awakened version of Pucci. And that's going to be yes. cool. And how are they going to fight him there? Are they going to bring uh, Jotaro back? He's going to help fight. Um, we're going to get Giorno back from Italy. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they they fucking assemble all the crew. Yeah, I still all think Giorno stars. has the most overpowered stand still. That's ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a requiem. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. Oh, yeah. Which, which is probably why we never see him ever again, probably. Yeah. <laughs> just too OP. Well, it's kind of weird because, like, you know, the la- the last couple of seasons, they're all alive together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because in the other one, um, it was like, I think it was like, you know, Jonathan might have been like, what, like th- 50 years before, like, Joseph or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then we have, you know, like, Josuke, Jorno, and, like, Jolene, like, in a matter of, like, 10, 20 years. I think they're probably, like, older. Like, jo- I mean, Josuke... I think Josuke's took in like 1999, so he must have been like, you know, in his 30s by now, but yeah. still around. Yeah, maybe. And then right. fucking even Jotaro too. Oh yeah, he's in it. Uh, he's in it for a bit. Jotaro's little cameo where he's in like that comatose state where he can't, he can't really respond to anything. But if you touch him, his stand responds out of reflex. Pretty cool. And then doing meditation. Um, That's right. Yeah. So I feel like the whole deal thing, I feel like it's not completely ruining it because I feel like it's pretty interesting, but I kind of do wish they kind of moved away from it, you know, because yes. I feel like that's what season five was so strong. I, yeah, right. Exactly. He was just Dio's son. Other than that, it didn't matter. Yeah. But this one, like it kind of sucks, but I think it is turning out to be interesting, whatever like it goes, you know? Yep. But, I still don't understand the hate for this for this uh, arc at all. I don't understand it one bit. Have you been hearing hate? No, I, I'm just in general. People talk about the JoJo. This is their least favorite all the time. I hate that because I feel like this is like one of the stronger seasons. Like I know what the for heck? sure. Man, it's so weird. Yeah. And um, I and the, and the Netflix subtitles um, they call Foo Fighter they them. You know they they've been doing it the whole time. They say oh look them or it's there. Oh yeah. Every time. So obviously she's uh or 
They are, it's a plankton. It's a plankton. It's a plankton. All plankton. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Plankton does not know human gender. And there was an interview with Araki a long time ago, and they asked him, "Is it they, them, or is it she?" And of course, he said, "She. Uh, it can be she." But, you know, in reality, how do Japanese people know pronouns like we do? Probably not that well in reality. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's just probably they, them anyway in the first yeah, place. Yeah, definitely. So it's pretty cool there. Yeah. And it, it was funny. It's cool how everybody was just saying they the whole time. Like Poochie, just everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think if I were to have like one critique, I feel like I kind of wish there was a little bit more comedy, you know? Yeah, because like, I feel like when the comedy was there, it was good. But yeah, it wasn't was. enough. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It felt like very sparse. And sometimes like you do like need that the tension breaker or like especially like when you're doing fighting. I feel like fighting you can add like, you know, comedy where it's not like super serious. Yeah. Ex- yep. But yeah. Well, cool. that's all I got. Should we give man. it a rating? Yeah. You want to start off? Uh, Yeah. Um, I think out of the story, like... I think this one has like a really interesting story. The fights were good. Um, just kind of th- everything we went over. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I have that much to like, like anything more to input. But I think I'm giving it like a strong eight out of ten. That's good. Okay, that's just for the part two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like we're probably gonna give like a collective score, or at least I would. But like you know, for this arc, I- I'd say it's good at eight out of ten. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, um, for me, I mean, yeah, we we pretty much went through like scene for scene of what happened. There's not much more to say. Animation was good. They had a little bit of CG spots, but they were just yeah. like when uh, uh, Pale Snake was standing still and stuff like that. So I mean, they, they were not annoying. They were all good CG spots where it was good to have. But I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, first of all, uh, Pharaoh's eye again doing Jolene. She does a phenomenal job every time. Her auras are awesome. Yeah, everything about like her playing Jolene has been top notch for me. Um, I I love her, but as, as a season overall, it, with, with the hype and everything happening and just the stands being really really cool, I I'm with you, Brian. But I'll give it a little bit higher with a nine out of ten. I enjoyed it a whole lot. Yeah, overall super solid, and I would love to rewatch it again. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I guess that was another. Wait, hold on, oh, Brian, sorry. Before you end it, I just hope we don't take another you know three seasons for the next part. You know, uh, I know, a little bit faster would be nice, but you know, no pressure on them either. I guess I did, they have a lot of anime they're working on with uh, Urusa Yatsura, Fire Force, and this. But you know, I don't, I don't want to wait that long again. Unfortunately, I feel like they should have just done like the fifty episodes and gotten over with. You know, I yeah, I just sure. feel like I wish I, you know, you could ride the wave a little bit longer because like, yeah, yeah, sure. you know, by another three cores, it's gonna, you know, I don't know. I know what you mean. I think, I got, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Okay, well, that was another beautiful episode of the Anime Frit. Check out our first uh, review of Stone Ocean. Um, yeah, and check out the rest of our episodes. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Anime, f- I mean, anime Fridge. Um, Gmail, AnimeFridge at gmail.com. I'm Brian. That's my co-host and senpai, Atur-chan, and uh, Jenna. Bye, guys.